Hey, hey, everybody, episode number 56. We're just going to jump right back into it here. I've got a lot of stuff to tell you further ahead, and uh, we need to keep on going here. So hopefully everybody's staying warm. I'm looking outside. It's still trying to snow out there. But uh, but no, let's jump right back into this. I left you off in the last episode with uh, making plans to be able to get out of the hospital when you're in a situation like this. And this is kind of an educational podcast uh, to build some awareness for Guillain-Barre syndrome and uh, to also build some awareness and some education for anybody that's in a situation similar to this. And one of the big important things that the whole time I was in the hospital here, you know, we're, we're at a month or a year and like three months and uh we're we're getting closer and closer to me getting out of there and uh one thing that never really crossed my mind is what what needs to be done on the home end of everything so something that something that is a very good idea something that you you really want to look into before you go home and a lot of facilities do offer this but they'll have so if you're going let's say you're going to you're you're going to your mom's place or or your friend uh joanne's place and they're getting set up and they're getting prepared for you to be there and uh they'll invite joanne or your mom or somebody to come in and they'll spend part of the day with them just kind of teaching them how to help you how to how to help transfer you how to do it safely how to do it properly if they got to do a little lifting in your transfers and stuff how to do that to where they're not hurting themselves um the the transfers and the and the game of leverage is a big deal when it comes to that kind of stuff you know so it's safe for the patient and safe for whoever's doing it and uh that's the kind of stuff that they'll they'll sit down and they'll they'll just kind of walk through with you and, and they'll let you practice and stuff so it was my mom we weren't real too or weren't too uh worried about because she she'd been around nursing and stuff her whole life and and doing this stuff already so the plan to go to my mom's which was the plan was actually like kind of the perfect situation for me and then they were doing a lot of preparing on this to uh to make sure my mom was ready at, at her house and uh, to make sure everything was was ready to go for me there we had a company and a lot of states have these organizations like wyoming's got wyoming independent living which is an organization that kind of helps with the needs and stuff that you need when you come out of a situation like this and uh the the different things that you got to have in place you know and and sometimes that even goes as far as helping you get into like an extended care facility uh or something like that and and it, it there's just there is so much planning and so much work involved with getting to go home but it's something that you know the whole time i was in there i wasn't worried about that and that's actually that's something that you shouldn't worry about when you're in there and you're spending your time in the hospital you really should be focused on making yourself better and get everything you can out of your time at that facility so that's that's kind of your goal so these organizations your case manager whoever you're going home with 
that's that's kind of that's kind of let them do some of that that leg work for you so you can keep focusing on your recovery but but like i said there's a lot of planning you know and i was talking in the last episode about stuff just as simple as the height of the bed okay so you might get home and they're gonna help you whoever you're staying with they're gonna help you get into your bed and come to find out the bed is about a mattress thickness too high and they can't get you in there and you can't get in there and the slide board's not working the right way and it, it's it's one of those things where you really want to make sure that kind of stuff and those bases are covered you know uh one thing that i know uh was talked about a lot there was making sure you had everything that you need in the bathroom so one thing that that's that was tricky for me I was getting on and off the toilet and being able to transfer from my chair to that toilet just fine. And I was getting to where I could pull myself up from the walker to back to a standing position or lower myself back down. But in the facilities, we got grab bars next to the toilet. We got, we got the grab bars by the toilet and we got toilets that are ADA uh, approved. So they're a little taller a little easier to get on and off of and you don't have to get so low to the ground in order to get on them and that kind of stuff plays a huge role when when you're dealing with this kind of stuff it, it's something that you i mean when you're at the hospital and you're thinking gosh dang i just i'm getting to go home and and this and that and i'm gonna eat some home-cooked meals and i'm gonna get to see some of my friends and watch some tv and 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 play with the dog a little bit and watch him chew up my afos you know you're thinking about all that stuff one thing that never crosses your mind is oh yeah my toilet's gonna be four inches too short and i'm gonna get stuck on it but it's a real deal it's something that's it's very very important to know that stuff and and to be able to manage that before you just find yourself in those situations very important so i actually while i was in elkhorn i was talking to i can't remember which one of the staff members was telling me about it but one of the patients had been home and uh they they weren't real prepared for how how everything was working and stuff and they ended up stuck on their toilet and they were stuck on that toilet they didn't have their phone handy and uh, they were on that toilet for a long time and, and, and it sounds weird. Some of you guys I know are out there like, God, just get off it and crawl. It's not that easy. Okay. It's not that easy. But this, this individual was on this toilet for so long that the ring of the toilet seat was actually embedding into their skin and, and causing a real uh, medical emergency with them. That, that's stuff that you do not want to happen. If you sit on a toilet, even for an hour, if you're in there on that toilet for an hour, it hurts. Okay. I, I don't know about you guys, but I sit on the toilet for half an hour and the toilet seat has became part of my butt. Like, it's just, it's just how it is. They're, they're built for an on and off comfort situation, not a spend all day on their situation. But, uh, one thing that this person had done that was actually kind of brilliant was they had managed to wiggle around enough if i remember correctly that they were getting water to drink out of the tank 
So the clean water. <laughs> Everybody's like, oh my god, they drank toilet water. Well, no, 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 no. <laughs> the, the bottom end of that toilet, yeah, that's bad water. Don't be drinking that. <laughs> but no, this, this person was smart enough to be able to handle that. But but it was just, it was something that, you know, they had a complication there. It was, and they didn't have any help around, you know, and that's something that you you really want to plan out. You want to plan out, you know, if if you're going to be transferring around onto your, onto your toilet or in and out of the shower and stuff, you know, right off the bat after you've been in the hospital for a while and you're still trying to figure out how to do all this stuff, you know, make sure you have help around. Make sure somebody's around, even if they're just in the house where you can do a simple call for help if something doesn't go the way it's supposed to you know but all of this stuff is huge huge things to really take into consideration you know and 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 uh it's it's important it's important to know but that is stuff that you know a lot of people just don't think about was okay well my toilet's only 15 and a half inches tall which is fairly close to the ground you know and and the patient that's coming home to stay with me that's been in the hospital for a long time you know they've been using 88 toilets that are 17 and a quarter well that couple inches of difference doesn't sound like much but when you're already lose using every bit of strength you have to get off of a 17 and a quarter inch high toilet or a 19 inch toilet when you're using every little bit of that strength in order to get off of those, that extra couple inches closer to the ground is a huge thing. Sometimes that is just enough to screw you and you won't be able to get back up off of it, not without help. So that's stuff that you gotta really think of. Bed, the bed height thing, that's a really important deal. Uh, ramps, if you gotta have ramp systems and stuff to get into your house, make sure they're safe. I'll get into a story about that later. But, uh, but you know, it's it's one of those things where where you really got to think about that. You know, something else that, that, that is a common thing, people will go home, they'll get out of the situation, they'll be going home. They'll get home and find out that their countertops, the cupboards above, you got the, the countertops, and then, you know, you got that 18 inches or something that goes up into the cupboard where... Maybe you keep your some of your food, your canned food, your cereal. I'm looking around across the, the the house at my stuff right now. I've got snacks and everything up in those cupboards. You know, but out of a regular wheelchair, there's no possible way I'd be able to reach that stuff. So I'd end up, they'd leave me at home alone or something all day, and I wouldn't be able to reach that. You know, just as an example, you know, I... It, uh, it's something that you got to think of. You got to think of your needs at home and think way outside of the box because I'm telling you, the stuff in the box, that stuff that just instantly comes to your mind that you're thinking of, like the ramp, for example. Okay, we got four stairs to get up into our house and he's in a wheelchair. We're going to need a ramp. Bing, light bulb comes on. We take care of that. Think outside of that box though because it's the little things outside of that box like toilet height that a lot of people don't think of. The shower benches, the way they're set up, the style of bench. There's so many different styles of benches that you can have. So kind of really really understand the situation uh, of, as to how they're doing it before they come home. You know, or if you're the patient, think about how you're doing it 
before you go home so you can communicate with them. We're back to that communication thing. You got to be able to communicate with, with where you're going and the people that are there so they know what they're getting for, you know, like something that wouldn't have worked real well for me was just a single style the that's only like, a, I don't know, maybe 14 inches wide shower bench that the whole thing fits in the in the bathtub but it doesn't have a back to it and it doesn't have like the the one side armrest thing okay something like that just a plain flat bench with no backing or anything that's something that wouldn't have worked for me when i first got out of the hospital it's something that wouldn't have worked because i was real reliant on being able to lean back and use that piece behind me that backrest to kind of keep myself upright in there and keep from falling off the dang bench and into the bottom of the tub and, and drowning or something. So, I mean, those are the things that you look at, you know, uh, toilet paper, different things that, you know, something that, something that I, that toilet paper is a weird deal. Okay. <laughs> I'm just gonna, it's a nice thing and the world would be crappy without it. I'm not kidding you, but I'm telling you, Toilet paper manufacturers are weird. Okay, so in my situation, with my hands the way they are and me having a hard time gripping things and stuff, I need stuff that's got a little bit of a texture to it so I can actually use it without it slipping off of my fingers or something. And I, I need to be able to use that. So that's that's something, another little thing outside of the box that we wouldn't think of is we're... we're Normally, you know, we're just, oh yeah, the house is stocked full of tape, uh, paper, toilet paper. We got plenty of toilet paper. Well, the toilet paper isn't 100% working the way I want it to. So something else I had in there was, was wet wipes, you know, because being wet, they not only just do a better job cleaning your butt, but being wet, they also you could hang on to they would kind of stick to your fingers a little better and hold themselves in place while you're taking care of your business you know so i mean stuff like that the size of the toilet paper i've seen toilet paper where this stuff is just too small okay well when you're working with a disability you you need all the surface area you can while you're trying to wipe your butt because it's you need all the help you can get there to make sure nothing goes wrong Okay, so I mean, that's kind of the kind of stuff that, you know, nobody would think of is, okay, it's just toilet paper. Well, it's not just toilet paper. Okay, and it's not just a wet wipe. It's literally something that that I need to make my life easier with being able to take care of my hygiene. You know, it's, it's those types of things, you know, the different ways things are grabbed, you know, as far as different cups that are available, you know, as far as like in my situation i needed a handle of some kind so all my water cups had handles that way because i could get my hands around certain things but uh it was it was stuff that uh the 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 little things you know it i couldn't get my hand around the whole cup but i could around the handle but i also needed cups with straws because i was still having trouble rotating my wrist enough to be able to drink normally so I was still drinking out of straws pretty regularly. It was just, it was a challenge to me. Um, but being able to put on socks, okay. Something that was introduced to me, Sapon introduced this thing to me. I can't remember the scientific 
medical name of it, but it's a sock assistant. That's what I call it. Is is in it? It's basically like a half tube thing or a half a piece of pipe. If you can picture that, you roll your sock onto that, and it holds your sock wide open, so you can just drop your foot in it, and then you pull that thing up and out of it, like up, up past the back of your knee, and it puts the sock on for you without having a bunch of drags. So I was having a lot of trouble reaching my feet still. I couldn't reach my feet and my feet don't work. So that was something that, that was a big issue to me. One of the things I was having the most trouble with was getting clothes on. <laughs> so, and it was all because of the way I couldn't reach my feet. But with this sock assistant that I had, this tube, it was kind of cool. It was on it. They had a rope handle on it and it was, I could get the sock on there. Then I would just kind of toss that out in front of myself and kind of wiggle my, my foot around enough to get it started in there. And then I would just use the ropes to pull that sock up and over my foot and right up the back of my leg. And, and the sock was on it. And I could kind of straighten it up from the upper end of it because I could reach the upper end of the sock. I couldn't reach the lower end of it. So it was, you know, stuff like that, the adaptive equipment, you know, the, the grabbers, the, the, the T-Rex head looking thing. It's just a spring loaded thing with a trigger on it. And you can grab things that are out of your reach. Those things are handy. That kind of stuff is, is handy. You know, it's, you'd, you'd be, you'd be surprised of, of what the simplest things you can add into your collection of stuff and what those simple things can do for you, the huge things that they can do for you. And, and it's stuff like that, the sock assistant, the grabber, um, different things that, different things that I had. I, I had a stick. I remember that, that was, that I'd used to just kind of help sort out shirts and, and I could use it to like kind of hook one and grab a, grab a shirt that I wanted to wear or something, you know, uh, there, there's all kinds of stuff that you can do to, to make it easier on yourself. And, and then obviously as you develop and regain your strength and your mobility a little bit, obviously keep pushing your, your limit, you know, and see, see just how far you can go. If, if you're using your grabber to grab the stuff off of the first shelf in the kitchen, well, after doing that for a while, maybe see if you can't get enough reach to grab that out your first shelf stuff on your own without using the adaptive equipment and kind of keep exercising so you know what your your limitations are obviously when you're testing your limits and stuff make sure you got somebody around that way if you get yourself into a position you can't get out of you got yourself some help it's really important being alone it is the biggest issue with getting released back into the wild like this at, in this kind of a situation. And uh, being alone is is hazardous. You know, there's, there's certain things that you just simply need somebody around. It's one part in your life where I don't care how independent you have been for the last 30 or 40 years accept that you need some help okay take take the acceptance trying to be a tough guy and 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 
trying to do it on your own thinking yeah i'm gonna get out of this hospital i'm gonna go to my house i'm gonna shut the world off i'm gonna watch some mash and uh eat ice cream okay being a tough guy and that that whole i don't need any help don't ever tell yourself that everybody needs help sometimes and this is one of those times where it is perfectly okay to have help some of the patients that get themselves in the worst situations are because they tried something that they were unsure of they were testing that limit on their own they found themselves in a situation that they couldn't get out of and people die that way sometimes i mean this is this is a serious deal this isn't just a oh i'm my handicapped self is going home and uh, I'm going to take care of myself and stuff. And then I find myself on the floor and we all laugh about it because my sister showed up two days later and I was on the floor just, hey, you know, I'm on the floor. I've been here for a couple days. It's not like that. It, uh, it can be very hazardous. It can be very hazardous. Um, so definitely, you know, use your head. Use your head when you're going through this. And this is something that using your head and using your using your head is while you're preparing and while they're preparing for you to get out of the hospital like this something that you really need to to make sure happens is make sure the people that you're going home with make sure they have that little bit of education so they know how to help you and they know certain things that they need to be watching for with you and and whatnot it's it's one of them things where it's it's just like the situation i've been ex explaining here at elkhorn Everybody's got a job. Everybody's got a part of this adventure to make this whole thing right. It's like having all the players in the right part of the field that make this all work. And it's the same way when you're getting ready to go home. Make sure you got all your players out there, that, that your teammates that are in the right places for the right timing and everything to where you go home successfully. It's a, it's a big deal. We're in the middle of planning that here at Elkhorn and we, like I said, we're at my mom's or we're planning on going at my mom's and uh, that that's the, that's the big plan there. And we're running into that last couple weeks of my, my stay at Elkhorn and uh, I get this phone call that comes out of nowhere and it's my mom and she is crying on the phone and she's telling me something has happened. And I'm not going to be able to go to her house. So we have all of this stuff in play and everything is like set up to where I'm, I've got a departure date within about 10 days. And, uh, I just find out that the house that I'm supposed to be going to is no longer an option. If you guys have listened to this story from the very beginning till now, you'll know that it seems like my pattern is to every time something is going right, we gotta hit a bump in the road. That's just, my life is about bumpy roads. And this was one of the biggest ones. I, I, I actually, I was like, what the heck? You know, I actually hung up on my mom. I was so upset that she had called and just dropped this bomb on me. And, and I was upset and it wasn't even her fault. It was, it was just, it was a big, it was a mix up going on at her place. And uh, there was just some issues happening there and me going there was not gonna be an option. 
So there I was. I'm, I'm sitting at Elkhorn. I'm upset. I'm, I'm crying. Laying in my bed like, okay, what the heck am I going to do now? Like, I have no idea on what I'm going to do. No idea. This is like, uh, this is a huge thing. Like, I'm supposed to be going home in less than a couple weeks. And I have nowhere to go. I'm homeless. So we just added homeless to my <laughs> to my list of issues. So I'm right back to this this huge concern. Like, okay, what in the heck is happening here? You know, and, and my dad's situation wasn't good enough. His his house was not even close. Not even close. As a matter of fact, to this day I'm getting around fairly well and I still have trouble getting in and out of his place. I don't even try it anymore. I, I, I value my life. <laughs> but no, his house, it was just, it was too complicated to even try getting there. And, uh, and, and there was a lot of risk involved. So, I mean, you, when you're going through something like this and you're trying to get yourself into a situation where you're going to be continuing to make your gains and stuff, don't put yourself in a situation that's going to set you way back. Okay. So, so yeah, my dad's place was totally out of the question. And, uh, the, the facility we had a new one of the new guys so gabby left i think i might have forgot to tell you guys that she took off to to take on the rest of her schooling and get finished up with that and uh, we had her replacement that came in another uh student his name was tanner he was out of buffalo wyoming heck of a good guy i liked the heck out of tanner and uh he showed up and he just kind of took over as amanda's student and and was uh filling in on Gabby's position that she was at so she was she was gone and Tanner started helping me with my stuff and and he had mentioned something about a, a facility called Beehive not Behave I wasn't that out of control it was Beehive <laughs> but it was this facility it was like a a, a post-hospitalization housing it was like a an uh not really like a nursing home long-term care or anything it was it was an assisted living facility but uh it was in buffalo and it was something that that came up and it was there or they were talking to one of the the nursing homes where where chewy had went to um which is another place in a, it's like assisted living there in casper wyoming Cause we were at this point and I was bummed out. I was like this whole time. I was like, man, I'm going home. I'm going to go get to see my friends and my family and my kids are going to get to come visit and stuff. And, uh, I'm going to have this great thing and this great turnaround and, and all of that just crashed, you know? So now we're sitting there talking about putting me in like a nursing home and I, and I'm bummed out. I am, I'm falling right back into this negative attitude that, it was just absolutely devastating to me that this was happening and that this my case manager was freaking out she was all over phone call after phone call after phone call trying to figure out where the heck they were going to put me and this beehive that tanner had brought up was was an option that was very very likely to possibly be something that could happen but i didn't want to do that I didn't want to do that because that's in Buffalo, Wyoming, which is two hours away from everybody. And I, I didn't have anybody up there. I had one friend that lived in Buffalo that I graduated high school with. But, you know, he runs a business and he has a life and stuff. And 
and the family that he's taking care of like he I'm not gonna be a burden to to drag him away from his situation he's a busy guy you know so I'm like not even one bit impressed with the idea of going to beehive sounds like a great place sounds like a great place they do great things but it just wasn't where I wanted to go so I'm in this situation where I have no idea what the heck I'm gonna do we're, we're tossing ideas around we're talking about what different family members I have and where it had got brought up of possibly going back to Colorado to, to be with my aunt and uncle at their place but then their their living situation they have a really nice house and plenty of room but their situation I would have been in the basement end of the house and I probably would have needed them to hire somebody to come in and help take care of me during the day because they both work you know where my mom in that situation was we had plenty of help there I had plenty of friends to come out and help me check out and then my mom was working right there in town so she'd be able to come check in on me a little bit here and there and I had plenty of support but this was a huge game changer my my arms were in the air. I was as I, I, I was at a total loss. I had no idea what the heck we were gonna do. I had no idea how we were gonna handle this. All I knew is that clock was ticking, and I was fixing to get kicked out of there. And there was no extending. I had made enough progress. The insurance was done supporting my my residency at Elkhorn Valley. <laughs> I'd been there for six months. You know, so they're they're at the point there where they're cutting me off. The clock is ticking. We got to do something. It it is, it is one of them things where decisions have to be made, and none of the decisions, none of the options were appealing to me. So I was in quite quite the uh, situation. But we're all out of the time for this episode. We'll get into more of that in the next one. God bless you guys. Stay warm out there. <laughs>